Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, besties. Welcome back to Try Not to Care. It's your girl, Ashley. Happy fucking Monday. I know I expressed my gratitude last episode and honestly all over my socials because I can't shut the fuck up about how grateful I am for all of you listening. I cannot get over how much love and support Try Not to Care has received in the past week. I can't comprehend it. We charted number one for education and self-improvement on Spotify and Apple. We're right now number 16 for top podcast on Spotify for like overall, which is fucking insane. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for binging the episodes, sharing the podcast. And also thank you for all of your kind messages and sharing your stories and how you connect to the episodes with me. It's literally a dream come true. I haven't really shared this with anyone, but a couple weeks ago, I almost gave up and took a break from the podcast because I was feeling really burnt out and uninspired. But something in me told me to keep going because I genuinely love doing this. When I started this podcast back in January, I had no intention of it blowing up. I had no set goal for how many listeners I wanted. I just wanted to do this because I love to talk and I felt like I was sharing my thoughts with so many people in my life and talking all the fucking time, but I was never being heard. So creating this podcast was a place for me to dump my thoughts in a more purposeful way rather than just like journaling it out. I wanted to share it in hopes that other people who think like me could relate and connect to it. And over the past few months, that's exactly what's happened. I've had so many people reaching out to me and listening to the podcast, which is all I've ever wanted. So it was a success. But somewhere along the way, I started to get in my head and almost start to sabotage my success. I started to tell myself that what I was saying wasn't good enough. It wasn't relatable. No one listening actually cares. And I started to believe that I was wasting my time. And obviously, I'm so fucking grateful for whatever it was in my head that told me to shut the fuck up and continue doing the podcast because of how many people have listened in the past week, how many people it's helped in the past week. But I literally almost gave up on something that was so good for me and meant for me because part of me still didn't think I deserved it. And this is something I've done my entire life. I have worked towards things that I want and have been on the right track and I've done the right things. And then I get in my head and I start to sabotage myself. There has been so many things in my life that I failed at and so many things that have gone wrong that at some point I started to believe that's just how things go for me and 
if things are working out, I don't deserve them and I need to ruin them before something or someone else does it for me. And I've talked about this in my imposter syndrome episode, but I want to touch more on why we sabotage our success, what holds us back from succeeding, and how you can be successful. So like I said, because so many bad things have happened to me in my life and I failed at so many things, it was engraved in my head that that was all I deserved and what I was known for. Anytime something good happened or things I was working towards were finally paying off, I anticipated something bad was going to happen and with that mindset, I was literally doing things that almost promised that bad things would happen. If I worked really hard to get an interview, I would tell myself that I wasn't going to get the job and instead of at least going and trying, I just wouldn't go. I've done things like cancel on meeting new friends because I told myself they wouldn't like me once they met me in real life, so I would bail last minute. I was fixating on everything that could go wrong and wasn't thinking what could go right for me. I would interfere with almost everything that could be good for me in fear that I would be rejected or I would fail or I would end up hurt. I never allowed success to even be an option for me. A huge part in why people aren't successful or have trouble getting to a place where they feel successful is because they have insecurities that they haven't faced or haven't resolved. It's really easy to say, I want this and I want to look like this and I want to have this and have certainty in the things you want to achieve in your life. But if you don't think you deserve those things or you can't have those things, you never will. If you're constantly telling yourself, I'm incapable or I'm bad at this one thing so it won't work out, why would it ever work out? Why would you ever want to do something you know you're going to fail at? How would you ever have motivation to do something that's not going to work out for you. By projecting these insecurities and self-limiting beliefs, you're setting yourself up for failure and stopping yourself from reaching your full potential. For example, if I tell myself, if I walk across this bridge, there's no way I'm going to make it to the other side because, I don't know, it's going to snap in half if I walk on it. Why the fuck would I decide to walk across that bridge? If I have it set in my mind that if I try to walk across it, something bad is going to happen, why wouldn't I just stay where I am and be safe and not walk across it? It doesn't matter if a million dollars is on the other side of that bridge. If I'm so confident in the fact that I can't cross safely, I'm not reaching that money no matter how attainable it actually is. We create these imaginary roadblocks that can be avoided if we just got out of our own damn fucking way. We see other people accomplishing things and having success where we haven't, and we wonder why. For example, with the bridge scenario, if I were to decide not to cross it because of my fear, and then someone else comes along and crosses the bridge with no issue and is able to take the money, more than likely, I'm going to be super hard on myself and question why it was so easy for them to do and why they had no issue doing it. And maybe it's because they got lucky, or maybe it's because they believed that they could do it and they went after it because they wanted to succeed. Comparison is going to kill your opportunity to succeed. I have definitely been in that position where I see other people thriving and I compare what I'm doing and how far along I am and I instantly want to shut down and quit. I've also had moments where I see someone succeeding and I tell myself there's not enough room for me or I'm too late so I should quit while I'm ahead. I've looked at others becoming successful and achieving things that I could only dream of having and when I've seen how long it took them to get to where they are, or in some cases not long at all, I've wanted to give up because that goal felt so far away or impossible to have. 
which it's crazy to see people now reach out to me about the podcast and want advice on how to have their podcast blow up or how to get listeners because they see mine doing well and they think it was an overnight success or something when I've been doing this since January and not saying they will do this or feel this way but some people might look at mine doing really well and not know how much time and energy went into getting to where I am and they might give up without putting that same time and energy into theirs and it's not even about putting the same amount of effort into something as someone else to be successful you can copy someone's every move and still not get to where you want to be and that's why I say comparison kills your opportunity to succeed because what's working for someone else might not work for you because it's not made specifically for you. While you're so busy trying to be successful in a way that works for someone else, you neglect your power and how you might be able to make things get done. And then there's people who aren't necessarily comparing their accomplishments or life to others, but are allowing others to define what is successful. So in this case, people are actually looking at you and telling you, no, you're doing this and this wrong, and you need to be doing these things or else you fucking suck and you're a failure. You might feel really good about everything you've been working on and you feel like you're in a good place in your life, but you have your parents telling you that your job isn't good enough. You have your friends telling you your relationship isn't good enough. You have the internet telling you your body isn't good enough. But these are all things you're really proud of and have put time into. I love what I do right now. I love content creating. I love this podcast. When I'm working throughout the day on social media, when I'm coming up with ideas, when I'm planning concepts for each week's episodes, I feel productive and I feel in my element. It might not be a nine to five, but I work my ass off and I feel fulfilled at the end of each day. But to a lot of people, this isn't considered a job and it's considered lazy and an easy cop out. In the beginning, I was really ashamed of my decision to do content creation full time and I was really hard on myself. I was ashamed to tell people what I did, and for a while, I lied about it and kind of allowed others to make me feel unsuccessful. And when you allow others to tell you what is and what isn't acceptable, you allow them into your thoughts, which can become really dangerous if you allow those thoughts to stick. If you allow people to tell you that you're not doing enough or you're not good enough, and you listen to them, you will start to believe them, which eventually will hinder your own standards for yourself. And when I asked on Instagram what you wanted to hear for upcoming episodes, someone wrote that they really struggle with the idea that they'll never be successful to their own standards. And this is something that absolutely happens. I think after a while of being told who you are and what you're supposed to be and not having the support to nurture what you've done and what you want to do, it can definitely form this idea that no matter what you do, it's never going to be enough. So regardless of how hard you work or how successful you are, you tell yourself that it's not enough and you have to keep working because your entire life you were either pushed to do exactly that or you weren't celebrated when you did succeed. So being able to be proud of yourself now and congratulate yourself on what you've achieved doesn't come natural or doesn't seem like an option to you. It doesn't matter how many people tell you how proud they are of you or how great you're doing. If you want your entire life feeling the opposite, it's going to be super difficult to perceive yourself the way that they are and have the confidence to say, yeah, I am doing good. I am proud of myself. Now that we talked about why we struggle to be successful and what holds us back, I want to talk about how to be successful. Think of this as your hot girl guide to get shit done. I think the three biggest things that you need to change in order to be successful 
are being yourself, expecting good things to come from being yourself, and surrounding yourself with people who allow you to be yourself that are like-minded. If there's anything you want in life, you're never going to fully have it by hating yourself or minimizing your capability of doing it. You're never going to have whatever it is you want by pretending to be someone else and you're never going to be successful if you're working towards something that you don't actually want. I know it feels good to be accepted and I know you want people to like you and sometimes it seems like the easier route is to tell people what they want to hear and be things people want you to be. Sometimes following the crowd feels the best because it's the most comfortable but you're never going to be successful in the way that you're capable of by doing things that aren't you. If you're working a job that you don't want to work, but are doing it because you are told to or you think it's what people expect from you, you'll never, one, be successful at that job because you don't want it bad enough to work hard, and two, you will never have the success that you're meant to have at the job that you actually want because you're not working towards it. The more you pretend to be someone that you're not, the farther you step away from who you actually are and your purpose. And by doing that, you're either going to keep delaying what you're actually meant for or lose it altogether. I've talked about this before, but I was literally living my Hannah Montana life when I was working at my old job for like the first two years. I was so ashamed that I was posting on TikTok and because I didn't want my coworkers to know, I made sure that I did not talk about social media and although I was close with all my coworkers, I hid such a big part of me from them and I realized if I'm afraid of people knowing that I post on social media, and I'm hiding this really important thing that I love from them, I'm never going to have success on social media because when I'm successful, they're going to have to know about it. I can't hide it from them when I am successful. And that's when I decided to say fuck it and just be open about it. And ever since then, I just started growing because I had nothing to hide anymore and I became really confident in the fact that I can be who I am and if people don't like that, They don't have to follow me and they don't have to like what I like. A lot of people who are successful are successful because they're unapologetically themselves and do things that break away from the status quo and they think differently than most people do. And I know being different and sharing that you're different can come off as pick me and quirky, but it doesn't have to be. It only comes off as ingenuine and kind of annoying when you're criticizing others and putting yourself on a pedestal because you differ from those people. You can have different opinions and stray away from the norm and still not be the shit, just like Andrew never fucked a girl Tate. It's not about I'm better than others and more successful because I'm different. It's more so the fact that people who choose to challenge the norms and question why things are considered the norm tend to be successful because they're trying new things and experimenting before others may feel confident enough to. Take Emma Chamberlain as a really good example. She's someone who is known for her fashion and her style. And the reason why is because she wears whatever the fuck she wants to wear, regardless if it's on trend or not. She's a trendsetter because she shows people that you can wear a pair of shoes that you like that were popular 10 years ago, but are considered fugly as hell now. And if you wear them confidently and style them to you, they still work. She doesn't worry about fitting in because she knows it works for her and if people like it, they like it and they'll follow it and if they don't, then they don't. You can look at things like wearing a certain kind of clothing and think, if I wear this, I'll get made fun of and people will give me dirty looks or 
You can look at it as people are going to really appreciate the fact that I'm expressing myself through fashion and maybe they'll even be inspired to wear something similar. A huge part of success is expecting good things to happen to you and expecting yourself to win. If you're constantly telling yourself that bad things are going to happen, things aren't going to work out, or things are going to be really hard, that's exactly how it's going to be. If you go into everything doubting yourself or having anxiety about the outcome, you won't be able to enjoy the experience fully because you're so focused on everything that could go wrong rather than everything that could go right. You've got to think about everything you do as, wouldn't I want someone cheering me on? Wouldn't I want someone to support me? Think about it. If every time you're about to do something and you had a friend saying, it's not going to work out, you aren't capable of doing that, so you're going to fail. Why are you even trying? You're going to hopefully dump that friend because no one who loves you speaks to you like that. So why are you expecting a bad outcome for yourself? If you can't talk nicely to yourself and you can't cheer yourself on, how do you expect anyone else to? When you see someone going after something that they want, you don't, or you hopefully don't, expect them right off the bat to fail. When you see a celebrity nominated for an award, you think, oh, of course they deserve that. That's that's an easy win. Because you acknowledge the fact that they were nominated for a reason, and they're deserving of that award. You need to start thinking of yourself in that way, and you need to start thinking of everything you do in that way. You will never be presented anything in life that you aren't worthy of exploring, If you're given an opportunity, you have every right to explore it. Anything you put effort into, anything you express you want, will be yours if it's meant for you. Nothing that is meant for you will pass you. Just like any good relationship in your life, if a person loves you and it's meant for you, you will find a way for it to work. And if it doesn't, there's something out there better. That's exactly how you should look at things moving forward. If you want something, expect it will work out. And if it doesn't, It's because something better is happening because you always win. Also, what's the worst thing that could happen if you believe in yourself? You get your hopes up and you get let down. I would rather get really fucking excited and work towards something than feel nothing at all and not try at all. It's either you give your best shot and you believe you can do it like the motherfucking train that could and you have a chance of it working out or you tell yourself that you can't have it and you don't do anything and nothing changes. Do you want your life to stay the same or do you want it to change for the better? You obviously want it to change for the better or you wouldn't even be considering doing that thing that you're so nervous to do. So go do it or shut up. Okay, that was, shut up was a little aggressive, but when you really think about it, anxiety is so stupid and you know, you all know I struggle with anxiety, so I'm not trying to be insensitive, but When you really sit down and you face what you're so anxious about and you sit there and you think about all the scenarios of what could happen, it's like, who cares? Why does it even matter? Let's just fucking do it and get it over with. That's at least what I try to tell myself when I do get overly in my head about things that I want to do. Anxiety aside, if you want to succeed, if you really want something, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to achieve it. There's no reason for you to do anything in life that doesn't set your whole soul on fire. There's going to be obstacles in life and there's going to be people who don't want you to succeed. The last thing that you need is to have yourself as one more thing stopping you from going after what you want. 
Speaking of people who don't want you to succeed, I talked about this briefly on TikTok, but there's a lot of people out there who do not want you to do well and they don't care how well you're doing unless it benefits them. People have a much easier time paying attention to you and stalking your page when you slip up or when you're having a hard time because it makes them feel better about themselves. You see it all the time on social media. People don't care about a specific influencer, but the second they're being canceled, people fly to their comment sections to give their unsolicited opinion on them or the situation. At the end of the day, most people only care about themselves unless there's something in it for them. There are people out there though who are like-minded and who are going to want what's best for you because they also want what's best for them. They're going to support you in your dreams because they want the same back from others. Yes, they're still benefiting from this relationship with you, but it's give and take. It's not just taking from you. I've been in friendships before with people who thought it was embarrassing when I took pictures in public or thought it was embarrassing that I thought social media could be a career. When I spoke to them about my aspirations, it was never taken seriously and I didn't feel supported. It was really hard to be myself around people who I thought genuinely loved and cared about me. And the way I see it now, and you'll hear me say this a hundred times on this podcast, if you ever have to question whether you are friends with someone or if they have your best interest in mind, the answer is probably they don't. If you want to be successful, you need to be authentically you and be open about what you want. It's going to be 10 times harder to do if you're constantly around people who are minimizing your feelings and if you're tiptoeing around them. Also, you could just tell when someone is a hater. I want to do a whole episode on that and I've done an episode on friendships, but do not hang around people who think everything is a competition. It's one thing to be working towards the same goals and empowering each other to do better, but it's another thing to be working towards the same goals and trying to one-up each other or sabotage each other's success. If you feel guilty about sharing the fact that you accomplished something or you think telling one of your friends about something you're really proud of is going to make them feel bad, that's a massive red flag. People who want what's best for you and people who want to see you succeed are going to want to hear about all the little steps in making your dreams a reality. I also think a huge part in the process of doing all of these things to succeed is you need a good mindset. You could be confident, you could believe everything is going to work out in your favor, and you could be around people who believe that as well and help you along the way. But if you have a shit mindset about when or how you're going to succeed, the process of working towards whatever it is that you want is going to be uncomfortable and way less enjoyable than it should be. And what I mean by this is being okay with things working out the way that they do and not being super upset if the things that you want come a little different than you anticipated or come slower than you wanted. Don't be so focused on only one way of success that when what you pictured happening changes, you shut down and close off all other opportunities to succeed. It goes back to what I was saying that you need to believe that it's going to work out in your favor and if what you want doesn't work out, it's because there's something bigger planned for you. A quick example, for a while, I thought the only way I could be successful on social media was TikTok because that's where I've always had the biggest following. I thought if social media is going to work out for me, it's because of TikTok. And if I don't grow on TikTok, I'm going to fail at being a successful content creator. And clearly that's not true, 
but I allowed myself to believe that and I probably missed out on so many opportunities while I was only focusing my attention there. Once I realized I was being a dumb bitch and decided to spread my attention to Instagram and create a podcast, I saw way more success than I ever thought I was even capable of. Also, being okay with where you're at currently as you're working towards your goals is so important too. You never want to get stuck thinking that everything sucks now and will only get better if you get what you want. You can use your goal as inspiration to do better and build onto what you have now, but you don't want that goal to determine how you feel or determine who you are. Your mindset should never be, I'll be happy when I'm successful, because it's unattainable. Every time you succeed, you're going to want more and want to keep working towards more, which would kind of mean you'll never be happy. You want to change your mindset from that to how would I feel if I were to be successful at this one thing and then channel that feeling now. So what I do, and I actually learned it from TikTok, is I think about the things that I want, my goals, my manifestations, whatever you want to call it, and I write down how I would feel to experience those things. And once I know how I would feel, like happy, excited, proud of myself, I think about things that I could do now or I've done in the past that make me feel those emotions And then when I want to feel those things, I can go do things that make me feel that way. If I want to feel happy, I'll go hang out with my dad. If I want to feel proud, I'll wake up an hour early and go for a walk. And by doing this, I never get stuck feeling like my life sucks because I don't have that one thing right now. Because there's clearly other things that I have right now that could also give me that feeling that I'm seeking through that one goal. Also, just channeling how it would feel to have what you want speeds up the process of obtaining it because you're matching that energy. If you want to hear more about like manifestation and working towards goals, I have an episode called Manifesting 101 and I talk all about that. But one thing to remember when you're working towards anything is don't rush it. Good things take time and if it's going to happen, it will happen, but at the speed that it's meant to. I always say this, I tell myself this, I've said it on this episode, previous episodes, things that are meant for you will never pass you. I remind myself this all the time when I get fixated on one specific thing that I want and it helps me release the need to speed it up or make it happen instantly. With all of that being said, I'm going to end today's episode here because I'm happy with leaving it off on that. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you ever have topics you want me to talk about, please DM me and let me know. I have a whole page written out of topics you all sent me and I'm going to try to get to as many as I can. Um, And you can message me on Instagram at trying not the number two care podcast or my main Instagram, which is at Ashley Corbo um, to let me know, you know, what you want me to talk about or if you just like want to chat, you know, we're besties we can talk you want to talk let's talk and if you could please give China to care a five-star rating on whichever platform you listen to it on it really helps me out and I would love to stay on top of you know top education and self-improvement on top of dumbass Andrew Tate that would you know that would be really great for us as always thank you so much for listening I love you besties and I'll talk to you next time bye